0: space through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Stu is also the Spymaster Director of our Mystery Shopping Report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership. And now, on with the show. Good morning, everybody. We're back. You're, uh, how not to be ripped off by a car dealer crew. Been doing this for many, many years. Going into the new year now. It's, uh... Cliché, but time does fly when you're having a good time. Uh, This is the time of year where we think about what happened and what's going to happen. And uh, on this show, we kind of do this every week, so maybe it's a little repetitive. But we're getting into uh, a watershed moment in the auto industry, retail and wholesale. Uh, We've been, you know, history moves sometimes slow, Uh, technology uh, sometimes slow, sometimes fast. Uh, uh, so the, we've been creeping toward this uh, change, this watershed moment for, uh, for a few years anyway. So we, we've been talking about it a lot, but New Year's is, you know, it's uh, symbolic, and New Year's Eve and all that kind of thing, and it makes you really think, think, think about what's going to happen. Uh, I get excited uh, uh, for the younger people because... Uh, a lot of what's going to happen is going to happen slowly. And uh, the way cars will be sold and the way cars will be manufactured, the way uh, electric vehicles and autonomous vehicles and ethics and honesty and, and the uh, dealership uh, echelon, if there are dealerships around in the next few years, we don't know about that either. Kind of scary because, as you know, uh, our family does have a car dealership. Uh, and we've been a, a toilet dealer since 1975, so uh, we kind of we kind of like that. We don't want that to change, but it's going to. Um, facts are facts. It's good for you. Uh, and I say you, you're a consumer. You're listening to the show because uh, you probably have a car already, or if you don't, you're probably thinking about buying or leasing one. Uh, if you have one, you're probably thinking about how do I maintain or repair it, and that's what we do on the show. So, really, uh, the nuts and bolts, uh Uh, What we're all about is to help you make your life a little bit easier. When you go into that independent repair store or that dealership or uh, service department, uh, when you lease or buy a car, uh, we make it a little less scary. So we'll stick to the nuts and bolts, but we can't help thinking about how exciting it is. And, uh, you know, the excitement of the electric vehicle uh, is kind of calming down now. Uh, 2023... Uh, was a just uh, hysterical Tesla, uh, uh, Elon Musk, autonomous. I mean, everybody. And it's starting to simmer down a little bit. It's kind of funny. Uh, things kind of pendulum like, you know, they kind of meet, they kind of come back to the middle. And so we're now in 2024. Uh, we're looking at the electric. Uh, Vehicle, all electric vehicle. I have to be clear about that. All electric vehicle mania is calming down. You know, the first intenders, people like Nancy and me. Uh, you know, here we are, uh, Toyota dealers, and we went out and bought a, uh, you know, a Tesla. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, electric vehicle, all electric vehicle, not just a uh, Tesla, all electric vehicle, but the Plaid, a uh, super uh, fast model that has aut- autonomous driving. So why do we do that? Because we like new stuff, we like new technology. Uh, so uh, p- people like us uh, pretty much fulfilled their wishes, and people like you, the average person. Uh, you're not looking for excitement, but you're looking for transportation. (laughs) You you want safety, reliability, you want economy, and uh, so look what's happening in 2024. The hybrid is king, and the hybrid is the most reliable vehicle. Nancy and I were talking about in the car on the way to the studio, so you know, we're, we're coming back toward the, the the mean here in terms of activity of the car buyers, but we can't forget what's really going on in the background with artificial intelligence and with uh, autonomous. You know, autonomous is not getting less. You think it is, but, you know, this joke in San Francisco, the General Motors autonomous taxis, they took them off the road. <laughs> they were running over people, dogs, everybody. I mean, were, it was terrible. But there's... There's also autonomous vehicles by Waymo, uh, another autonomous vehicle owned by Google, uh, that are in five or six cities, and they're just doing fine. So autonomous vehicles are still with us. So we have to kind of measure what we talk about on the show as to what is and what's going to be. And uh, we'll focus. We'll try to focus as much as possible on what is because what is is got to get in your car and go to the store today or you have to go to work on Monday and you want the car to start. <laughs> and when you go get the car repaired, you don't want a surprise. You know, you come in for an oil change and you walk out with a $3,000 repair bill. You don't want that to happen. And that's the reason we got Rick Kearney with us. Uh, Rick Kearney is our certified diagnostic master technician. You want to save yourself a lot of aggravation, heartache, money? Uh, give Rick a call at 877-960-9960. That's 877 877- 960-9960 or better yet, stream us at uh, <coughs> YouTube.com forward slash Earl on cars. YouTube.com forward slash Earl cars. Rick monitors that channel, and that he's, he's looking right at the post, and so he can post something, and he'll see it, and he'll read it, he'll answer it, and that that strange noise, that strange strange smell or vibration, he can probably tell you what the problem is and what it should cost to fix it. Or maybe, you don't sh- or maybe you shouldn't worry about it and don't even worry, worry about fixing it. So uh, give Rick a call. You can also text us at 772-497-6530. That's 772-497-6530. Uh, Stu Stewart sitting right across from me here in the studio. He keeps track of those. He also keeps track of your anonymous feedback. And I saw a couple of fresh ones that came in when I sat down in the studio when I first got in this morning. So we accumulate those. That's for the people that need privacy. Privacy is becoming more and more important to the world. Seems like we're getting less and less of it. As we get less and less of it, it becomes more and more important. So if you don't want people to know who you are and what your comments are, what your questions are, I respect that. I'm not like that. I shoot my mouth off and everybody knows who I am. And uh, that's just probably—I'm glad the rest of the world isn't like me. It would just be—it would be very confusing. <laughs> uh, but I respect your privacy. You, you can say something, comment, ask a question, and we don't know where it came from, who you are, where you live. We're not going to come after you. Youranonymousfeedback.com. Y-O-U-R-A-N-O-N-Y-M-O-U-S. Anonymous, your anonymous feedback, just like it sounds, dot com. And we'll monitor those and read them. Uh, you know, you might have to censor them a little bit if you want to get too emotional or profane or profound. Or, you know, we'll just kind of bleep it out. But we'll we'll get the uh, essence of your message across, I promise you.
1: Uh, I'm
0: going to turn the mic over now to Nancy Stewart because I've been yakking too long. She monitors the phone calls, which are crucially important. And that's 877 uh, 877- got a laptop right in front of her and we got Jeremy in the control room here at the studio and when the phone call comes through Nancy will uh, tap me on the shoulder or tap Stu or Rick on the shoulder and say hey we got a caller we respect it, and and we want the callers the personality comes through in the audio version of the old fashioned phone call 877-960-9960 and we got some great callers out there we love them uh, uh, we've got some great texters, too, but we've got a lot of people that call with uh, very, very interesting comments and questions, and they're part of the show. They're part of the team. Now I'm going to turn the mic over to Nancy, who has a very special offer, by the way, for first-time female callers.
2: Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Gosh, we do have a lot to be thankful for, uh, most of all. Our listeners, our callers, all of you texters— you make the show, and uh, it has been a fantastic year, again, because of all of you. Uh, you know, be, before I start the show, I'd like, to, <clears throat> I'd like to share an important message with the audience. Um, our uh, Vice President of Digital Operations will be going on vacation, and uh, therefore there'll be a few changes, and uh, those changes are going to occur uh, next Saturday, January the 6th. So, uh, we'll be mentioning uh, this message periodically during the show uh, <clears throat> so that uh, maybe you could make a notation uh, if you're interested. For those of you watching our program online, next week on Saturday, January the 6th, the Earl on Car show will be broadcast using audio streaming only. We will not be video streaming to either our YouTube. Or Facebook sites to listen to the live audio during that show, starting at 8 a.m. Eastern time. Go to streamearloncars.com and click on the play button in the top center of the page. As always, if you have a question or a comment during our live show next week, you can call us at 800. 800- There may have been a little bit of an error on that number. I'm not quite sure. (laughs) Guys, let me repeat that. Let me rephrase that. 877-960-9960. That's next week's show. You can call us at 877- 9609960 we will also be receiving your text messages during the show on our text line at 7724976530 please send us your comments so we can read them online finally you can also reach us using our anonymous feedback site go to youranonymousfeedback.com And we will read your messages during next Saturday's show. That's January the 6th. The video recording from our January 6th show will be posted to our video sites during the following week. We will resume our live video streaming on January the 13th at 8 a.m. So you might want to make a a note of that. Um, You know... uh, As to uh, Earl's opening uh, about electric and hybrid and all of this, I have to share with you uh, that uh, hybrids stand out, if you don't know by now. This year's survey shows that hybrids are becoming more reliable, but plug-in hybrids are less so. On average, hybrids are 26% more reliable vehicles with only an internal combustion engine. Interesting, isn't it? Give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And uh, you can also text us when we do get to the Mystery Shopper Report uh, to let us know how you rate the mystery shopping report Um, the mystery shopping report uh, this saturday is uh, going to be uh, from beeman toyota in nashville is that right Stu? beeman 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 Beeman. Uh, so uh, agent lightning uh, did the mystery shop as she always does did a fabulous job and uh, speaking of being thankful we're thankful uh, for her also, and a fabulous job that she does week in and week out. Uh, <clears throat> I'll mention to the ladies uh, that uh, this morning we have fifty dollars for the first two new lady callers. Uh, so uh, give us a call. Uh, your thoughts on anything at all? Uh, anything at all? Uh, you can win yourself fifty dollars. Eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty. That's eight seven seven. Now back to the recovering. Well, I'm going to go right to the phones uh, where I see that we do have a first-time caller. And uh, her name is Karen. She's calling from Stewart. Good morning, Karen. Hey, good morning. Welcome. Thank you. So great to hear from you. I I want to let you know before we get started, you've won yourself $50 this morning. And if you stay on the line... Uh, You can give Jeremy in our control room your information, contact information, and uh, he'll give it to me, and I'll write that check out and get it out to you. Oh, well, thank you so much. Happy New Year. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, starting off with a bang. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So what can we do for you this morning? Well, I have a question. I have a, a Toyota Camry 2017, and Somehow or another,
3: underneath the passenger seat, um, it got wet. I don't. I have no idea how. So I
2: sopped up. I mean, it wasn't a lot of water, but underneath the carpet and stuff, I I put. I dried it out. I put a fan on it for a couple days. I've had. I've sprayed stuff. I have a thing of um, container of baking soda underneath the seat, trying, and there. This has
4: a wet smell, kind of musty that I can't get rid of. Do you have any
2: suggestions? I think Rick can help you.
5: Yeah. Uh, the first thing I'd recommend doing is have a mechanic check the drain hose for your air conditioning. Uh, okay. The reason being, if that drain hose is partially plugged up, you may be getting water condensation from the air conditioning backing up in the box and overflowing, and you're... Even though you, the water may seem to be gone, you may still get some water going down into the padding, the jute underneath the carpeting, and you're actually um, you, you're not getting rid of the original problem. Uh, okay. You got to make sure that everything is dried out very well in there. Um, then I'd recommend damp rid. Uh, you can get it at Home Depot, Walgreens, lots of places, Amazon, uh, and damp rid is actually designed. It's a desiccant for the air. Damprid, D-A-M-P-R-I-D, right? Yes, sir. Yeah.
6: And it, mm-hmm. it's,
5: it comes in buckets and even little bags. And you just simply put this in the car, close up all the windows. It's especially good on a bright, sunny day. So the, the sun will heat the inside of the car. The water vapor will get sucked up by that damprid. And once it gets rid of that moisture, that will help get rid of a lot of that odor. And Okay. then you can try... uh. Maybe having the carpets shampooed can help get rid of some of that mustiness as well, and that will reduce it a lot once you get the moisture gone. But if if you've got an ongoing leak situation, you know it's it's still you're still getting water in somehow.
0: Yeah, you you then recommend that, that could go, check the drain you'll never hose. Get How much would it cost her to check the drain
5: hose? Uh, that should be like an hour's diagnosis. Yeah. So, well, put that at well, our shop, it'd be a hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, Figure 100 to 150 maximum. Yeah, i got a quote um, before
0: you. Uh, just ask him how much will it uh, cost me to check my uh, drain hose and my air conditioning. And just, uh, uh, that's the first thing you want to check. But maybe you ought to try the damper at first. And if it doesn't come back, you save yourself the visit. And
5: do you have a sunroof?
3: No, uh uh-uh.
5: Okay, so no, no sliding roof. All right, that's good. Because sometimes the drains for those can get blocked up as well. And that's another source for water getting inside the car. <clears throat> But yeah, I I would try try the damper and see if you can get it dried out really well first. Uh, But also, and if you if you have someone that, you know, if you're handy or someone that feels handy, they can uh, pull the carpet back a little on that driver's uh, the passenger side way up front. And you'll see the rubber hose coming out of that box and it should be going to the outside. Just try pulling that hose loose from the box a little bit. And if you get a gush of water out of there then you know you've got to get that taken care of.
3: Okay. So that it's underneath the seat.
5: Right. But it's the the, the water's going to flow right down into that front floorboard, and it's going to run right underneath the seat, and that's where it's going to start to pool and puddle up underneath there.
2: Okay. And Karen, uh, uh, what I was going to say is that uh, Damperit is my to-go-to product, and uh, I use it quite often, and the absorption uh, power of the product is just simply amazing. I use it inside my car all year round, and I use it in the garage. There isn't any place that, you know, I haven't applied it, and as uh, Rick said, it comes in many forms. You can get it in the bags, non-scented. You can get it in lavender. Uh, You can get it in the buckets. It's just an amazing product to start with. Okay, I will do that then. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Karen. Again, thank you for calling. Thank you for supporting ladies and helping me build a platform right here at Earl Cars. Have a wonderful weekend.
4: Thank you. You too.
2: Thank you. 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Don't forget your anonymous feedback. Dot com. You
5: Make know, cool. as much as we recommend Danford, we should contact them. They should be giving us like That's a commercial advertising. Yeah, yeah, we're great Nancy, for that. Nancy should get the m- money at least. Yeah, you're like well, it should go, she go to sponsored. Big Dog. Huh? It should go to Big Dog. That's right. Okay. Yeah, the,
0: yeah. The, after listening to Karen, the message to the the general audience is: if you have an issue uh, that you need help on, this is a perfect. Example: How Rick can save you a lot of money. Uh, if 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 Karen hadn't called the show and she'd driven into a car dealership and said, "I have this uh, odor and I don't know what it is, but it's, it might be uh, dampness. It could be rain. I don't know what it is," uh, then you you've basically given them an open checkbook to suggest things that they can do. And you have to remember that independent repair shops and car dealerships. Uh, the technicians are paid on commission, the people that in the service drive, they call themselves advisors, they're salespeople, they're paid on commission. And the more they, you spend with them, the, that's how they feed their families. So uh, Karen knew that the most likely thing was to drain hose from her AC. So what she can do is she can just say, "How much will you charge me?" Then go to dealership B or independent repair uh, B. How much would you charge me to check my drain hose and my air conditioning and unplug it if necessary? Now she's got she she's in control, and uh, so that's that's the reason we love these calls is to save you money after you talk to Rick.
2: Absolutely, um, you know, ladies and gentlemen, as we get uh, to the end of the year. You know, you you might wanna take inventory of things like auto insurance. Uh, Sometimes, uh, you you know, we become so comfortable with our policies and uh, we just don't check them. And uh, we truly believe here at Erlon Cars in uh, just reevaluating things and uh, checking out your auto insurance and never ever assume your policy covers everything. Uh, because uh, you may find out at a, uh, a moment where there's nothing you can really do about it. So um, evaluating your auto insurance, uh, what's covered, what's not, and uh, how much you can save yourself um, a year. So uh, you might want to pick up the uh, Consumer Report, take a look at all of the information uh, that they have for you in regards to this uh, ongoing problem where a lot of people are just taking advantage of with their auto insurance. Uh, we are going to go to back to the phones, and we'll talk to Howard. Howard's a regular caller from Jupiter. Good morning, Howard. Hey, good
6: morning. Uh, by the way, uh, if you want to check your air conditioner uh, to see that the water is flowing, after you have a good drive and the air conditioner was on, look underneath the car. See if the water is going out. That's that's that's. A good way to find out, if, you
2: know. Boy, that's that's, that's perfect, great Howard. Idea. Great how many idea. times we have done that ourselves personally at home, and uh, well, that's why I love our callers. They're out yeah, there I mean, to inform us and everyone that's listening. Thank you, so Howard.
6: Then, then she'll know from day one that she has a problem, and then she could bring in. Because you know, if she's thinking she has a problem, she doesn't look under there. She, you know, it's going to be a conundrum. Okay. Well, anyway, let me. My question is about brakes. It's uh, as, as, as always for Rick. Uh, the emergency brake. Okay. Can you explain uh, the emergency brake on a let's say on a Camry, and why it's never changed?
5: You mean the parking brake?
6: I'm sorry. The, you, you, the parking brake. Yep.
5: Correct. Uh, well, it's it's the it's the correct term for it. Uh, parking brakes were designed way back and the idea was because a lot of cars back then had standard transmissions manual and of course not very useful in Florida because we were mostly flat here but if you're up north and you park on a hill your parking brake became your backup source just in case the say your clutch was a little worn and it started to slip a little bit your car could begin to roll or if you did have an automatic transmission and something failed in the transmission, say the parking pall broke your car again, it's, it's basically a, a rolling missile going down the hill. So they made the parking brake as a backup source to keep your car from rolling and moving while parked on a slope. And generally because it's simply a, you're not moving at all, you pull the, activate the brake by stepping on a pedal or pulling up a handle, a handbrake. That engages these brakes to lock the rear wheels. Then the car is held in place. It's They don't really wear because you're not using them as actual brakes to slow the car. It's simply a locking mechanism. It holds it in
7: place. It's also the handbrakes are great when you're like taking a sharp turn and you yank up on it and you... And you you do the
5: what's that, what's yeah, that called a power slide in 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 those cases you're going to wear them out and you will need to replace yeah, them eventually back in the 80s uh, oh they've been doing that a whole lot more frequently <laughs> yeah i'm just too. talking about yeah. you and me you and me well we're, th- we're thinking of the old tokyo drift mm-hmm. yeah <laughs>
6: <laughs> what exactly is it a pad uh, what does it look
5: like depends on the vehicle uh some of them simply use the rear caliper with a a a, a threaded screw portion This simply manually engages the caliper by way of a cable. uh, Modern systems now use an electric parking brake where a motor will engage that rear caliper. Or you could even have a little tiny set of brake shoes inside a a tiny drum on those back wheels that are engaged again by a cable lock.
0: Now Tesla has has included this uh, um, parking brake, emergency brake, Whatever you want to call it, in his uh, software for emergency stops. Mm-hmm. And so uh, right now it applies the co- conventional brakes and also the deceleration, obviously, of an electric engine. But in addition to that, if it looks like you're going to whack the guy in front of you, it'll engage the parking brake, too. So kind of cool that every that means
5: co- necessary. The
0: c- computer does all that work yeah. for you.
6: It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, good information. I appreciate your help, and you always. Uh Ricky, you're great. You know everything.
7: Uh-huh. Okay, I, I, you're just trying to stump them every week, and we we used to have a contest. I I, try. I, can't, I
6: can't do it. I, I can't do it. Every once a while. Yeah. No, I I think I won them or something. But you might have.
5: Every, maybe. Maybe. yeah. There's there's been quite a few times that, I mean, no nobody can know it all. But
7: we're not sure. Sometimes yeah. Earl will 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 correct you, but that's,
2: that's true.
0: The, I know it all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: okay, Howard. What, what,
6: Okay, thank you very much.
2: Uh, thank you. Thanks, Howard.
0: Uh, happy, happy New, New Year. Year.
2: Thank you for informing us. Uh, let me ask a question to the ladies. Uh, what questions did you ask b- before you decided to purchase a vehicle, lease a vehicle? What was the most important question for you uh, and the type of vehicle uh, that you were looking for? Hey, or you can text us at 772 772- 497 Uh $50 for the next new female caller. $50. Give us a call. Uh, now back to the recovering car dealer. Unless the guys have got something over there for me. I got for something me.
7: from Anne Marie. I have a text from Anne Marie. Uh, good morning. Uh, may everyone have a safe, happy, healthy, and prosperous new year. CNBC is reporting that cars are depreciating depreciating at a slower rate due to the lingering effects from the pandemic supply uh, chain issues and reduced production. I was wondering, have you seen depreciation slow here in South Florida? Or to put it another way, are people getting better value, for still getting better value for their cars when they trade them in for a new one um, than they would have before the pandemic? Thanks. Um, I read the story too. Um, yeah, um, they said over, now, after the pandemic, after three years of ownership, it's it depreciates, cars are pre- 10% less than they were before the pandemic. And when I first heard that, I, I interpreted that to mean that, well, when car prices were actually rising um, shortly after the used car prices rising after the pandemic, um, that maybe that's an average. But... Uh, the article says that CMB, uh, they said they expect uh, that to continue, that basically about 10% off of depreciation is, uh, has gone away.
0: <laughs> Electric vehicles are depreciating at a higher rate, yeah. and uh, there's a inventory that uh, is building up in used car lots. So um, that's good news and bad news. If you want to buy an EV, uh, you can buy a used EV for less than you could a year ago. If you want to buy a new EV, uh, that's a different story because uh, – but the demand for the new EVs is actually slumping. So yeah. it's not a good. It's not going to be, relatively speaking, as good a year for EVs as 2023 has been.
7: That's right. And then we have another text here. Uh, this is uh, from Mark C. He says, on your next show, he sent this yesterday. Can you address the Tundra recall and how your dealership is handling customers or demanding a resolution of the problem Toyota has no fix for? My daughter and son-in-law have not driven their truck for safety reasons since the recall months ago. Toyota corporate, corporate's mom along with the dealer that sold him the truck. Um, it seems no one wants to give a straight answer because it all boils down to an issue of money. Um, again, how is your dealership handling the situation? Well, there is a temporary interim fix for it. Uh, now it's a, there's a clamp that's going over. It's, it's available right now. You can bring it in and get fixed. There's a permanent fix that will be available in the summer um, that you still have to come back in to do that um how our dealership is doing dealing with when the customers come in we run a recall check and if their tundra is affected by it um we schedule or do the, the fix for it right then um, um in situations where there is not a fix and people are waiting a long time and that does happen because this recall i think was announced in august or september and um it's for the fuel leak a potential f- fire um if there's a case where there's no fix um Toyota pays for will pay for a rental vehicle, and we advocate for that um, if uh, if Toyota refuses. Well, there
0: well, is a fix or isn't a fix. Right. That's is. what I'm
7: saying. They come in. They don't want to drive the car. We get them a vehicle to drive.
0: Well, the, uh, the, uh, that isn't always necessarily the case. <laughs> so, well, if they're available yeah. vehicles. yeah. No, no, what I'm saying is it, it's, a, it's a great point because if you're listening, uh, here's a real-life experience uh, that I had this week. A customer called me, as I say, we have a Toyota dealership, and uh, it it was a safety recall uh, on on his vehicle for a Toyota safety recall, and uh, he was told by the Toyota dealer that uh, there were no loaners available, and uh, and uh, he says, what do I do? It was an airbag, and uh, he says, what do I do? I'm afraid to drive the car, so I had déjà vu and. I said, well, I'm, I'm really sorry that Toyota told you. And I'm, uh, it may have been our dealership. Uh, I think it, uh, w- perhaps it was another dealership. Well Long story short, we're going to get him a car. Uh, uh, and uh, hopefully Toyota will pay for it.
7: And most dealerships uh, don't do that. And it sounds like the dealership that they spoke to. He sent this to us uh, Saturday, yesterday. And, uh, and oh, I'm sorry, last Saturday. Uh, what was the Saturday's date? December 23rd. 23rd okay I think the interim fix came out like on the early part of December yes so their dealership either is not aware of the notice that was sent out I mean I got an email for it um so there's an interim fix it, it's pretty cool I actually you know I look through them sometimes they tell you you need gloves <laughs> these cleaning supplies this it tells you everything you need to fix the car hmm. and um so um the dealership either was not aware they didn't communicate it throughout the dealership um or they asked before this fix came in but um if they've been talking to the dealership um it would be kind of a nice thing if the dealership would have called you when they got the interim fix to let you know you don't have to worry anymore um but try and get another vehicle or just take it to any toyota dealership right now and they'll fix it for free
0: yeah the point is sometimes you have to stand up and demand that i mean it's it's a no-brainer uh the manufacturer uh Attorneys, (laughs) I mean the the people that are in the know about liability and things like this. uh, It's just engraved in stone that if you have a vehicle that the National Highway Traffic Safety Association has called off the street because it's dangerous, then the manufacturer of that vehicle is going to have to provide transportation to you, uh, so you don't have to drive the car. Now, if you don't mind driving the car, that's on you, but. Uh, If you say, I'm afraid the car is unsafe, I don't want to drive it, get me a vehicle to drive, then uh, I would like to know about a manufacturer that said no to that question because that manufacturer is asking for a whole lot of trouble from attorneys because you have to protect your customers.
2: Great information. Uh, That number is 877-960-9960. You can use that to reach us. Uh, We're right here. We're waiting for your call. As I said earlier, you make the show. Everyone is very, very important out there and uh, we definitely appreciate you uh, coming to an end here at, uh, at 2023 and looking forward to you joining us, continuing to join us in 2024. We're gonna go back to the phones and we're gonna talk to Neil who has been holding from Palm Beach Gardens. Good morning, Neil. Good
8: morning. Um, I just want to say thank you to you guys. You guys are terrific, and um, I've been buying welcome. my cars from you guys for, for a long time. But um, I have a question for uh, Rick. I have a 2010 Prius, and um, it has about 165,000 miles on it. I bought it used because I had a an accident with my, my other Prius, and I bought it as a holdover. Of course, it was in 22 when we had the pandemic going on. But my question is that the car, I took it for a wheel alignment. I thought it might need a wheel alignment. And the car seems to, if I let go of the steering wheel on a straight road, it seems to drift to the right. So when I took it in for the wheel alignment, the, the mechanics said that they looked it up and they said that there might be an old, old recall on something to that effect. Does Rick have any knowledge about that?
5: Um, I don't recall any, or pardon my terms here, I don't remember any recalls coming out for anything due to the suspension on that generation of Prius. However, that being said, uh, a slight drift to the right on a Prius is going to have several different things that can cause it. First one is if you've got an excessive road crown, Yeah, if you look at the road, you'll see that all of our roads in Florida are kind of heaped in the center, and they slope to the sides at the edges so that the rain will drain off. So what you need to do is try to find a road that is as flat as it can be. And then my trick that I use as a technician is I will drive along. I never will let go of the steering wheel, but I will reduce my pressure that I'm holding it and just have just a very gentle grip on the wheel. And as I'm driving, I will center the car up and count the reflectors in the road. If I can go eight or ten reflectors and the car stays pretty well centered in the lane, then it's running straight and true. If it goes substantially towards the edge of the lane or moves out of the lane within, say, four to five reflectors, then that means it's got a drift. And if it moves out of the lane within two to three reflectors, that means it's got to pull. And 99 times out of 100, it's either going to be the road crown or it's going to be in those two front tires. And the simplest solution is before you spend 150 bucks on alignment, go in and ask for a $25 tire rotation, but ask them to cross the front tires left to right. And most cases, that will correct it. Uh, of course, the first thing you want to do is the freebie. check your tire pressures because if that right front tire is a little bit lower than the left front, then it can drift to the right very easily.
8: Okay, well, I did uh, double check the pressure, and I just filled them up again the other day with the cold weather that we've been getting, mm-hmm. and that didn't seem to correct it at all. and i did I did that actually prior to taking it in for the for the wheel alignment appointment that I had. And they told me that I did not need a wheel alignment. They didn't even charge me. They said everything was fine.
5: No oh, good. So,
8: but I, that's that's, a, that's a, the company that they that said that it might have a recall because they looked up something and they had sent me, gave me a little bit of paperwork. So I figured I'd ask you because you are the man, and um, maybe I'll just bring it into the to the shop there and see what uh, I'll bring the paperwork in and see what they could find.
5: Okay, and, and the it. first thing you should do, of course is go on safercar.gov and put in your VIN number. And if there are any recalls on your car, then that will show up on that website. That's the federal website for it. Uh, but if it's not a recall, uh, it's odds are it's going to be in the tires. And you simply cross those front tires, and 99 times out of 100, that's going to solve the issue. What happens is one tire is going to have more resistance... Rolling than the other one does, and if that one is on the right side, it's going to make the car drift a little to the right. And if you get that one to the left, it'll actually compensate against that road crown, and your car will go much straighter down the road. Okay,
8: I'm going to I'm going to try that. And you said it's called SaferCar.com.
5: SaferCar.gov. Safer.
2: Gov. Gov. Gov.
0: Gov. Yep. Okay.
2: SaferCar.gov, okay. and you can enter your VIN number.
8: Okay, and the, the VIN number. Yes. Okay, that's great. Well, I'm actually going to be buying a car from you guys probably today. Hey. Um, I've been waiting for a Rav4, and it's finally arrived yesterday. And I'll Hallelujah. be in the uh, I'll be in the dealership. All right. So, and I'll tell you, I've been I've been waiting for a, over a year for for the car, and. Um, you guys are just super over there. So How exciting, there Neil. It's
2: a great way yeah. to open the new year.
8: It oh, yeah. sure is. But right. I want to say thank you again, and guys, all have a happy, safe, healthy new year. Thank, thank you, you. Neil. Happy New Year.
2: Thanks you for being too. part of the show. Happy New Year. 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Don't forget youranonymousfeedback.com. You know, I mentioned earlier about uh, auto insurance and, um, you know, one of our many shows this past year, uh, we mentioned how much and how easy it is to save yourself money uh, on your auto insurance. You know, everything from getting married to getting divorced, Uh, you know, maybe increasing your deductible. Uh, from $500 to $1,000. And uh, if you want more information, uh, pick up that special double edition of Consumer Report, and it has everything in there that you need to know to save yourself some money. Uh, I believe that we uh, we got John. John from Palm City is with us. Good morning, John.
9: Good morning to everyone.
2: Happy New Year.
9: Same to you guys. Earl Rice at Weekly blog. He's been writing it for years. It appears in some of the publications, free publications. And I want to mention the blog of the year, in my opinion, he wrote on Thanksgiving Day when he was waiting for his you know, uh, family to come in. And that was about how some people are actually crazy, actually not crazy, but uh, attached to their automobiles. And I want to give you an example. Nancy Stewart herself is attached. She could have any brand-new car in a dealership or used cars, and she's attached to her Avalon. <laughs> and she also, from time to time, talks about a 67 Plymouth Barracuda. <laughs> Earl himself saved his father's 37 Pontiac that is, and restored it that his father bought brand-new. I mean, people like Jay Leno, who everybody knows who he is, he actually restored a 55 Buick that he dated his wife, and restored it, but he made a retro—on the outside it looks original, but he put every modern engine in it, air conditioning, et cetera. Uh-huh. And the one that's really—people don't even believe this. I don't have the exact name handy, but a woman in Illinois got for her birthday a 76 Eldorado convertible, mm. and she said to her husband when she died 12 years later, I want to be buried in that car. And it's actually a true story. Sweet. They had to take seven graves, and they buried her, right, and put her in the driver's seat in this 76 Eldorado
2: convertible.
9: Oh. So oh my it, it, it goes further than that. Uh, I met a man down here in Stewart that he saved the car that he not only dated his wife in, but they they went on their honeymoon with it. Mm. So it's, it's an attachment that's worth reading. It's old blog that was written December, I'm in mean November or Thanksgiving this year.
2: and oh, there's John, a lot of truth a, in it. That's a great story. Thanks for reminding our uh, listeners. And I agree with you. There's been so many blogs, and uh, each one of them, you know, have a, a, a significant uh, definition to them.
0: Yeah, we used to name our cars. I had my my first car was Betsy, a 1951 Pontiac straight, uh, straight eight uh, stick shift. So uh, it's a uh, you're right about that, uh, John. I, I, I uh, named
7: my a Tropic Thunder.
0: Yeah.
9: <laughs> Nobody's ever named a house after a, a name, uh. but they <laughs> rained their car after with a name. Uh.
2: And, you know, uh, uh, John, at, at this point, uh, you, you know, of our lives, Earl and I, you know, uh, he'll look at me on uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, Friday, Monday, Thursday, whatever it is, and say, uh, you know, you might uh, want to think about, a, you know, an idea for for our blog. And uh, it's become a family tradition, and uh, it's just amazing. Uh, The listeners, the callers, all of you give us a lot of great ideas uh, for everything that we do. And uh, we just want to thank you again. This morning is uh, our morning for thanking everyone, every single one of you, for being part of the show. Uh, Stay tuned for the Mystery Shopping Report. It's going to come to you from Nashville and uh our number here is 877-960-9960 you can text us at 772-497-6530 mark that number down you'll need it when you vote on our mystery shopping report this morning your anonymousfeedback.com is also very important uh we are going to go back to the guys right here in yeah. the studio
7: i got some anonymous feedback to get through quickly and then uh uh, we get to rick I, I missed this one it came in i think during last week's show i think last week we went off the air for a little bit yeah. or or was it just was it just streaming we were on the air right You're yeah the air. so the somebody texted and said interesting that your program would lose power and go off the air the same time, you're reading anonymous feedback about the power blackout in Maine. Coincidence? Uh, <laughs> now, I don't know if that was from the person who sent the first one about the uh, so the storm uh, cut out power to the uh, town council, discussing like the EV issue. Um, yeah, that is coincidence.
2: It is. <laughs> well, I don't want to say it was
7: aliens, <laughs> but know. aliens. Oh, I, I knew Rick was going to be there. Out there, it aliens. Uh, here's one it says your review of Greco for Del Rey uh, was a fair assessment. I uh, I might even give given them an F minus. Maybe they will change their tactics after receiving this, this mystery shopping report. But usually this is a cultural thing endorsed by the owner and leadership, and you got that right. Um, this is for Nancy, anonymous feedback. Nancy, the rest of your team is finally coming around to your way of thinking regarding grading dealers like Greco Ford or Del, of Del Rey. You guys are the best.
2: Thanks. Thank you very much.
7: Here's, here's a curmudgeonly ad- anonymous feedback. Uh, you can only adopt children. You can only buy or simply own a dog. Well, you te- legally, technically, you don't get adopt a, a dog with the state of Florida as a parent, but you go through a process, you go through a background check, uh, and people abandon dogs and abandon children. So yes, you can. You can also adopt
0: new habits. Well, You, use, you can adopt yep. new you ideas. Use the, you use the word adopt because if you're a dog lover, you feel like you're adopting a dog. Right. If you don't care about dogs, you're buying the dog. Right, so, exactly. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's, right, Yeah. if you don't care about chicken. Your language you're, you're, betrays your feelings. Right,
7: exactly. You, you, if you don't like kids, you don't have kids, you, you pop out Rugrats. <laughs> right.
2: There you go. Um,
7: uh, you know, do we have a caller coming in? We, we do. Okay. Uh,
2: quite a few callers Good, suddenly. because
7: this next line of feedback is about 18 paragraphs long, so. Oh, that's
2: it. Okay, uh, we are going to uh, go to Dick, who's calling us from, I believe, uh, you are calling us from Boca. Good morning, Dick. Good morning, Nancy, with
4: the beautiful voice, and good morning, everybody. And wish everybody a very happy New Year.
2: Oh, uh, Dick, thank Thanks. you so much for being part of the show, and Happy New Year to you and your family.
4: Love your show, and to you. I have a question for Rick, please. Um, Rick, I have a two thousand and eleven Ford Transit van, and yesterday we were trying to get the drums off the rear because it has brake shoes mm-hmm. and we want to check the shoes Yep. <clears throat> I'll tell you, we banged those drums for two hours, both sides, and couldn't get them off
5: and it fused? Yeah, you've got two issues that could be going on there uh, one of them is that the drum in the center has basically rusted to the hub of the wheel, and unfortunately that's just going to take Uh, PB Blaster or some other penetrating spray, maybe heat it with a propane torch and just keep hammering on it. The other one is that there's a potential that your brake shoes have worn the inside of the drum enough that it's got a little bit of a lip has grown that is actually over the brake shoes themselves Hmm. that they've adjusted out. So as you're trying to pull it off, it's actually pulling on those shoes which of course are hooked down to the backing plate. Uh, What you need to do is go in the back side. There should be a little uh, rubber plug that you can remove and you get to the star wheel, the adjuster, and you want to turn that star wheel adjuster in the opposite direction from where it would normally go so that it will adjust those shoes back in, make them smaller diameter, and let the drum slide back off of them. But what you've probably got is a combination of the two. And that's going to make it a a real interesting nightmare. And I have seen some cars that just corrosion gets so bad that you literally wind up actually having to break the drum to well, remove
0: let, it. Let me ask a question about this, that's very interesting. I I learn yeah. more from Rick than I don't learn from anything on these shows. Uh, this is an older car. Maybe it lives in the water. He's got rust. He's got corrosion issues. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm a technician. and I'm in an uh, independent uh, garage or I'm a car dealership technician. Guy comes in with a car, and I can just tell that this car is going to be a, a challenge. Now, I get paid something. Uh, <coughs> it's called a flat rate manual. and It's uh, I, I got a, a brake job or whatever it is, and it, it allows a certain amount of money for me to get paid. Now, the car behind him, uh, I can probably do in half the time that I'm gonna have to do his car. What is the? What happens in in garages when that happens? Do you go to lunch when you see the guy come in with a corroded, or do you, or do you, you say I new, won't do no, that the job? Guy, or,
5: the new guy gets it. You got you got <laughs> two types of two two types of texts there. One is the guy that's going to duck it, he's going to run, he's going to go to lunch, he's going to head for the bathroom, go take a smoke break, whatever. Then you got the guy that's going to say, now, let me get this done. He's going to bring it in. He's going to be the old guy that's been there 20 years. He knows what he's looking at. He knows what his value is. And he's going to look at that and he's going to say, all right, I know what this is going to happen in the end. I know what the end result is going to be. And he's going to write an estimate and say, Mr. Customer, we're going to need new brake shoes, and we're going to need new drums. These are corroded so badly that I'm going to have to destroy them to get them off. It's going to be X amount of labor. This is what I'm going to have to do. And he's going to skip over the trying and testing and playing and he's just going to get out the big guns, and well, he's going to uh, the job done.
0: This goes back to reinforce the fact that it, it's not a bad idea to get two or three estimates yeah. on something. Uh, because, oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. uh, you, you you don't know if a guy ran away to have lunch because he didn't want to work on your car. Well, or you or were run.
7: you were fixing your own car. You guys were banging away at the yeah. same oh, time. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it just made yeah. me think. Yeah. Well, what happens know, how, when you drive in? Yeah, yeah <laughs> to yeah. the service department. Yeah.
0: Now the
4: funny the funny thing about it is that. About a year ago. He, he lives up in North Carolina. And about about a year ago, we're, the car's down here now. About a year ago, it, they had the drums taken off, and the guy said the shoes were okay. And he, he does 600 miles a week. So mm-hmm. we came back to check. And it's mostly uh, roads up in North Carolina. So you know what that's like.
5: You're so. talking mountains. Mm-hmm. He's using the brakes yeah. a lot. Those shoes could be totally worn out. Yeah. even even though drum brakes don't wear near as fast as the disc brakes and of course being yeah. on the rear they're gonna wear even slower because of the, how the weight transfer is uh, 600 miles in mountain roads curving roads you're using a lot of brake power and a transit van he might have some extra weight in the back which is gonna obviously help wear those brakes a little more um but yeah if they're if they're rusted that solid I would simply immediately rework your budget, understand you're gonna need new drums, and probably new brakes and a new hardware kit. And I would just bite the bullet and do it. Okay.
4: Uh, one last little question, uh, Rick, please. Um, if I was putting, a, and I I understand the torch, if I was putting a torch on it, well, I put a torch on the center of it or on the side?
5: Uh, towards the center, but try to concentrate your heat on the drum itself, not on the hub. You want to get the heat into the drum because so you expensive. don't want to yeah. work that hub any. You want to work the heat just on the drum and be very gentle with it. Uh, again, okay. it's uh, you're going to be getting the hammers and chisels out. And check out, first thing, rockauto.com and yes. look for their for your replacement parts. You'll find some good yeah. prices. Check the quality yeah. levels on them for you know for uh, reviews and that, but yes, yeah, I would I would set yourself up right up the bat, be understanding you're going to need new shoes, hardware kit, and new drums, and possibly wheel cylinders as well.
0: Dick, I don't want to yeah. I don't want you to take any offense with this, but you're a dying breed, the do-it-yourselfer. Here's a guy, he's working on his own brakes in his own garage or whatever, and you know. Thirty, forty years ago, this was not uncommon. Today, uh, you know, as I say, it's it's really interesting to you're talking to Rick like he's uh, you're both technicians. Right. You really are. <laughs> it's
5: amazing. It's amazing. amazing. We recognize our souls. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, All right, well, uh, Happy New Year, and thank you for your
5: great knowledge. Uh, appreciate it very much. Happy New Year, Dickie. Good luck to you on that one. Yeah,
2: thank you very much. And, uh, you know, if you decide to go with a mechanic, Earl, well, he wrote a great blog, um, a column, and it's called A Good Auto Mechanic is Worth Searching For, and they definitely are. There's a whole lot more to this. Than anyone can imagine, and when you find a good mechanic, it's just an amazing relationship that you form with the mechanic. And uh, you know, this society was uh, of uh, automotive service excellence was formed 53 years ago, and uh, it is important, as I said, to find a good mechanic. Give us a call toll free at eight seven seven. 960 9960, or you can text us at 772 497 6530. We're going to have to stay with the phones. We've got a few callers backed up, and one of them is John from Palm City. I'm sorry, John, you're on my mind from Palm City. <laughs> it's This is John from West Palm Beach.
3: Hello. Good hey. morning. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, the first but the first thing I called about was you were saying about naming your cars. Yeah. I went ahead and named my car uh, Babs, it's Tesla, <laughs> for big-ass batteries.
7: <laughs> <laughs> because when you buy
3: the car, they want you to name it. Right, and yeah. And then second, the, the second part is the gentleman with the drum brakes in the rear. I came in halfway through the conversation, so I don't know how much. But if he's going to go ahead and apply the heat to the drum, he may want to stop up at one of the auto zones and see if they've got a drum puller, and that will help him uh, pull the drum off mm. if he's got a drum, uh, if he's got a puller, you know, uh, uh, like a flywheel puller in that. Uh, right. Instead of banging. And then also, like I said, I don't know how much you went into it with them, but behind the, at the drum, there's a little star wheel. And if he turns that star wheel, it releases the pressure on the springs. And I don't know if you told him that
5: or not. Yeah, uh, yeah, we co- we covered that one on uh, right. reducing the the shoes, bringing them in. But he, yeah. I think he's got a combination of the shoes probably are overextended and catching a lip on the drum and corrosion yeah. of the drum to the hub. Very
3: good. Oh, that's it for me. Hey, you guys have a great New Year. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Thank
2: you, John. Happy New Year. I think we've got a few mechanics out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can use yeah. them. a good Rick's me- minions. <laughs> 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 a little bit of competition, Rick.
5: <laughs> my, my fellow spirits. <laughs> there
2: you go. Uh, we're going to go to Frank, who's a regular caller from Jupiter Farms. Good morning, Frank.
1: Well, good morning to you all, and Happy New Year, of course.
2: Thank good you. morning. Um, Happy New Year.
1: Yeah, I look back on the year, and, and you know, the, the shows we listen to and it's, it brings back a lot of memories uh, I guess my first memory of being in the car business so to speak was pumping gas at shell down in miami Florida the grand total of 75 cents an hour and gas was still 27 cents a gallon so that shows how long ago that was yeah but what I really enjoy listening to um the folks that call in for questions for Rick because I had done oil changes and tune-ups and Balanced tires, if you remember, on the old days, that there was a bubble balancer, balanced where the weights were, and doing a tune-up with feeler gauges and, a, and a, a a light, timing light, things
5: like that. Mm-hmm. Like years Getting out the dwell what gauge is. to check the points.
1: Oh, exactly.
5: It was, the- <laughs> it was
1: an interesting chapter in our lives, but I love when they ask you questions and I sit there and go, well, I think I know the answer. And when you say the exact same answer, it makes me feel good that, you know, the memory banks are still working. And, um,
2: so,
5: it's um, it's amazing how some of the old technology, the really old stuff, I mean, I, I, I remember being trained in, in tech school many years back. We pulled out these large, kind of looked like a, a, a round platter that you installed it, clamped on the wheel of the car, and you jacked the car up. And if it was the back wheel so that you could use the engine to run it, you would do that. And you had two little wheels in the center that you would adjust. And it would actually show you where to put a weight on the rim and how much weight to put on it to balance that wheel. And you would have the window part way down and you'd watch the glass. And when you were adjusting those wheels, when that glass stopped vibrating, that was when you knew that you had that tire balanced properly. And if it was the front tire that didn't have the motor to it, you had this little device that almost looked like a little lawnmower, and it was an electric motor with a wheel that went up, and it would spin that front wheel to get it up to speed, so that you could then watch it and balance that thing. That was before all these computerized wheel balancers. So yeah, I've, yeah I, I know. I've I've worked on a lot of the old tech way back, and I know the history of it. Yeah. And it's one of the things that helps me understand. Did you, ever sh- did you ever today? shoot a horse? Did I ever shoot a horse? No. <laughs> Thank goodness. I, not shoot, or uh, shoe. As I oh! You know, <laughs> I, I, I mean, like, shoot, like, take pictures. I but, uh, but I I have watched videos of how it's done.
1: <laughs> no, that and, and when I mentioned about the drum brakes with the star wheel and stuff, I go, man, I forgot all about that because there's been so many disc brakes. I mean, the uh, discs are so easy. I was, at the time, I was in the Air Force up in Ohio, and I was lucky enough to treat myself to a brand new 911 S Porsche 77. Ooh. and I said, "Well, maybe I'll check the the, um, the brake pads." And you know, and I just jacked it up, and you could pull the wheel off and a couple clips of you know. Just say, it gave me something to do on a weekend, but it was um, it was an interesting chapter in my life, and but it's always good to hear. Now, well, the other thing too, I, I noticed um, that one guy that on the on the commercials, "Come join our family." Well, I feel you guys are more family than that, that Schumacher guy so, um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's really nice each weekend you get you know it's together. funny it's,
0: it's funny you great. mention that because it drives me crazy when I, when I see that commercial yeah. and uh, but it's just a uh, vanity on my part yeah. you know we, we, uh, we really are a family and uh, everybody else claims're they family but and, a, and you know,
2: exactly Frank how see. many times this year have you called and uh, mentioned this very topic? Let's uh, join the family, or come join the family. Uh, oh, I know. Well,
1: it's so corny. It's
2: so yeah, corny. It's...
1: I mean, he's sitting there going, you know, like as if you need more money. But the one thing I do notice with, uh, we've talked about, you know, back when I was a pilot and stuff, of course, they would say it took an act of Congress to make an officer and a gentleman. Yeah. And I took offense to that because they made me an officer, but my mother raising me brought me up as a gentleman. And I saw that must almost had a good mother, too. I I go back years ago when I saw you guys walking out of a restaurant in Jupiter near Indian Town, and Earl's opening the door for you and guiding you in. And it's just a very heartwarming memory to remember how what a great family you really are. Uh, Thank
2: thank you so much, Frank. Uh, We definitely appreciate you, and uh, I want to. We all want to take a moment and wish you a happy New Year, and thank you for calling. You and your family. Thank you so much, guys. Have a good one. Bye-bye. You know, we talk about things that uh, we used to do. Earl and I were on our way into the uh, studio this morning, and uh, he oftentimes reminds me not, well, how many times I've been around the sun, uh, but um, it definitely still has the same meaning. I was talking about uh, keeping a portable jump starter you know, on board for emergencies, not only for your phone or, you know, for all of your devices. And I was talking about my jumper cables. (laughs) He made me feel quite ancient, you know, uh, because he said, people don't do that anymore. And uh, he was saying, you know, he was uh, talking about technology. He's the app guy, technology.
0: Well, person. Things are, are changing uh, too fast uh, to comprehend, really. So it's a, uh, it's 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 quite a ride. I, there are some people that just they're frozen in time, and that's fine. I mean, they, they love their time and they love their what they do, and they they should live their lives to the max that way. Other people uh, have to adapt, and you know, let's face it, uh, our grandchildren uh, are not going to be uh, you know working on brake drums. And uh, and uh, they're, they're not going to be jump-starting their cars, so uh, it's the uh, things are changing. It's exciting. I'm, i I like the ride. I like the excitement yeah. of the way things are changing.
2: Exactly. You know, I remember how I was uh, reluctant to jump into the Tesla, and just take off. And now, you know, I can do it with my eyes closed. It's a very comfortable feeling. I prefer and,
0: you keep your eyes open <laughs> when you're driving the Tesla, but I understand.
2: <laughs> but it, as I said, it's a very comfortable feeling now. And it just uh, the Tesla is a part of me. I'm part of the Tesla. Give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530 youranonymousfeedback.com is extremely important. Take advantage of it. Rick, I believe can uh, share some YouTubers with us.
5: Oh, we're actually a little quiet so far this morning.
2: Oh, <clears throat> really? Okay.
5: I got I got lots stuff. of folks chiming in to say happy new year though. Uh, so, for all my YouTubers, happy new year. And remember next week we will not be streaming on YouTube, but stream earl on cars.com we'll have the full audio feed uh we'll all be here but jonathan lucky guy he's gonna be off on a little vacation hey donovan
0: donovan get get, get us a post here
7: yeah i I got some stuff and i asked also for potential announcement I, I, i might try and do a lot i might try and do a one camera stream uh next week when you're gone Oh. Oh. so I'm just gonna look into I can't promise. so check in if we're not there go to streamroll on cars um, for the for just for the audio feed but I'm gonna try it with uh, with with my phone
0: oh I figured out how to stream on my waymo. On my... Uh, on oh, your glasses, there Yeah,
7: my glasses, yeah. Why don't you do that? Maybe on your meta. One. No, we can't get complicated. Jonathan manages multiple <laughs> streams, different things, audio, <laughs> vi- graphics.
2: The Jonathan wants to hear no. is his phone ringing while <laughs> <phone laughs> ring. well, he's on vacation. At, <laughs>
0: these, these are the new meta glasses. You should uh, keep this on. Yeah, Ray-Bans. <laughs> and, uh, and I can actually oh, text. Go. I can uh, hear music. I are you listening video, to right now? I can I can take snapshots, and I can live stream with my meta glasses. Yeah,
2: and yeah. he can walk Leave through the on. house. They look good. This is very important. He can walk through the house with his meta sunglasses on, and he could be videoing... Anything. Anything.
7: Like yeah. you cooking lasagna.
5: <laughs> By the way, folks, just to let you know what our unsung hero actually does, this man is in this studio before 5 a.m. every Saturday morning to set up all his cameras get all the angles everything measured out have all the street everything checked out all the cabling and everything he he goes way above and beyond He's the unsung hero of this show. Yeah, definitely. Young man. Thanks and for young mentioning Jonathan that. Um, a well-deserved bring, vacation bring, bring, for bring, Yes, enjoy brings the Brings tears
2: to my eyes, right. you know, uh, above and beyond the call of duty. Maybe
0: Lance from Tennessee can do a song for Jonathan when he calls in instead of me. Okay. Yeah. Ow. Yeah. The, the, I think he should. Jonathan and is the unsung hero. Lance will change that.
2: Yeah, yep. De- definitely.
5: I like that idea. Jo-
2: Jonathan so he's is the fifth Beatle. Also responsible, you know, I can take, I can get up in the morning, you know, at any hour of the morning and I look at my computer uh, or, you know, my telephone and there's a message reminding me of something uh, that I shouldn't forget when I do the show. In in so many different facets, uh, without beating this up, Jonathan has been there and what a support system and informed Person that he is right here at this with this platform of all of us. He's very important Um, I'm gonna mention real quick. I have $50 for the next new female callers and uh, let me put this out there Uh, When you're looking for a car, uh, is it most important to you? uh, As to what it's gonna cost you for maintenance um, to keep that car on the road, Uh, give us a call toll-free ladies Help me build this platform here. You're an important part of the show. 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. We're going to go back to the phones and talk to Marty, who also has uh, a lot of information for us and joins us (coughs) most uh, every Saturday. He has become part of the show. Thank you, Marty, and Happy New Year.
10: New Year to everybody there i got a question i guess it is either for Stu or earl
2: okay how
10: come when you go on kelly blue book you get a higher price for a trade-in on your car than when you actually come into the dealership and they don't give you anywhere near that price
0: i'll let earl handle that one well it's it, kelly blue book is not as bad as it used to be uh, everybody has got on the uh, uh, bandwagon of data and uh, access data and online data. So uh, actually, Kelly, uh, Kelly Blue Book is, of, uh, I think it's owned by Cox Enterprise. It's uh, all these individual uh companies that were out there are are slowly being bought up by right. much larger companies. But the reliability is increasing. The, the one that I think you really want to be careful of in terms of appraisals is NADA. Yeah. I and mean, that's pretty clear, National Automobile Dealers Association, because they send a survey out to their dealers, at least they used to, uh, and say, what do you think a used Chevrolet uh, of this description is worth? And of course, dealers also inflate want to inflate the price because the higher the uh, perception of your trade-in value, the more likely you are to buy a car. But no, Kelly Blue Book is not uh, that un, uh, unreliable. De- uh,
7: dealer values and Kelly Blue Book values have seemed to converge uh, over the years, yeah. but I think that might be more might might not be such a good consumer thing. Uh, I mean, like you've mentioned, Cox, you know, there's this big consolidation, like right now. We used to you know we have all these different systems and you know companies that we work with, and they are getting consolidated these big umbrellas. and and they they do work to serve car dealers. Car dealers are what what, what pays them yeah. we We work with Kelly Blue Book. Uh, they uh, we work with them to, it's, it's an internet leads uh, to try and get um to purchase cars. and we pay them a lot of money to do that. so um and consumers don't pay Kelly Blue Book anything. so, I think it's more of a, a
0: dealer you know, thing, which is good. V-Auto v is the source right now. V right. Auto, But that's not available to, to any consumers. Well, it's indirectly available because you have to have a friend who's a dealer. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that used to be you, the but,
7: same way back yeah. in the old days if you had a friend who had a, who had a, yeah. a, a black book that you could get a hand, your hands on or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh,
10: I mean, I just feel the, the you know, obviously all the car dealers, MSRP right now is the lowest, price that you're going to get from anybody.
1: Yeah, you're right.
10: If you're not getting, and now you're getting less money on the trade-ins. So, to me, it's a double whammy for the consumer. Uh, I mean, this is me personally. So, I just...
0: uh, It's relative, Marty. It's all relative. I mean, uh, cars cost less today than they did a year ago. So, uh, everything is relative. And I think... uh, uh, I think probably when this uh, FTC thing happens in July, keep your fingers crossed and say a prayer. When this FTC thing happens, I, I think you're going to see prices come way down yeah. on July 31st, 2024. So uh, if you're in a hurry for a car, you got to buy a car today. It's a better deal today than it was a year ago, but it's still too much money. You're right.
10: All right, well, very good. Thanks for answering my question. Have a happy new year, and we'll miss seeing you on... uh Live sort of next week.
0: Well so maybe listen, let's do we'll cure that.
7: I might cure it for for a low not a low tech, but a very scaled down version <laughs> of what, what Jonathan does. It, it might be a shaky cam. It might look like a,
10: At any like right. a documentary in here. But uh, yeah. Either okay. either run into the one picture, just keep changing chairs. I can do that,
7: right?
2: <laughs> we can do that. Yeah. At any All rate right. it'll and be I, very interesting. I,
10: Have a happy, healthy New Year. The same to you, Marty. Thanks, Marty.
2: Thank you for joining us every Saturday morning. Um, You have become a very important part of the show. Uh, You know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, this past year has been filled with so much uh, change in this industry. And some of it's been good, some of it's been bad. But uh, the interesting story to me was... uh, One of Earl's columns that he wrote on Amazon to the Rescue and uh, Jeff Bezos, uh, how he is going to make car dealers honest. Uh, That uh, article and uh, the FTC, um, I could go on and on. And uh, my point is we're headed in the right direction and uh, we're headed there with you you're a big help you're a big part of the show uh, while i'm doing my thanking, i do want to mention jeremy i'll tell you he keeps the wheels turning and uh, he is a a benefit uh, to all of us uh, especially me thank you jeremy happy new year to you and your family uh 877 or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And the man of the hour is, uh, well, actually, this is Lance from West Palm Beach, <laughs> unless he left Tennessee. he's down here on vacation. <laughs> Not sure. Lance, good morning.
11: Oh, there's no way I'm from West Palm Beach
7: <laughs>
11: no well you
7: you sound you you talk like you're from West Palm Beach. everybody talks <laughs> like you down here
11: but i'll say I'll say one thing Earl. you're doing a good job
0: oh thank you thank you
11: and uh, but I couldn't let the year close without a little quick tune okay, okay. well, it's just about two thousand twenty four bad deals and dealer fees are out the door. But if you have no real place to go, listen to Earl Stewart on Cars on the Radio.
0: Yeah, he worked better. on that one. You're getting better, yeah. you,
7: that, you worked on that one for a long time. Yeah, I can yeah. tell. That was different. That was better.
0: Did you know our mystery shopping report is in, in Tennessee? We got a, a toilet dealer in Tennessee, Nashville.
11: Oh, yeah, good. Hey, I've been seeing a lot of commercials on, um, on uh, I think, on uh, uh, on YouTube or TikTok for Roarman Toyota.
0: Well, this is Beeman. This is Beeman. Uh, they're owned by oh, the Hudson Auto Group, but they're in Nashville. Beeman Toyota.
7: Well, of course. Yeah, yeah Roarman is, uh, where is he? Indiana. <laughs> Never mind, I just Googled it. <laughs> <laughs>
11: Well, Nashville is, of course, the state capital. Uh, cold up here today, no snow, and um, but everything else is looking good. Earl and Nancy and Rick and Stu, happy New Year! Thank Look you. forward to two th- a great 2024. Same Thanks,
7: Lance. Happy ones. New Year!
2: Thank you so much, Lance. You're the man.
7: Come down and visit.
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely. We look forward to hearing from you every week, Lance. You've really become part of the show. Thank you. 877 960 9960. Or you can text us at 772 497 6530. I think we're going to go back to Stu while we have a chance.
7: I got some messages here. Uh, this is from Lee. Uh what causes the tailpipe tailpipe vapor to happen when the temperature is low? My Avalon was emitting a lot of vapor last night even after the engine was warmed up. I'd like to handle this one. All right. Well, tailpipe emissions are uh, consist 13% of tailpipe emissions is water vapor regardless of how hot the car is. And when water vapor encounters cold air it condenses. And so when it chilled it got cold last night, that water vapor, so even when your car It's still hot. It's still spewing out 30% water vapor.
5: Just like when you're a kid, you're up north and it's cold out, and you go, right, and you can see your breath. Yeah, as long as,
7: yeah. So that's why Lee and I Googled that before, while I was while Lance was singing, and uh, sorry, Lance, I was listening. I was multitasking. Well,
2: whatever way you have to stay on top of things, you just take advantage of it. Oh, there is
7: some anonymous feedback. Uh, I right. will read this one unless we get a call. Do we have calls? No, we're good. Okay, because this person um, has sent the same message a lot, trying to get it to the top of the the box. So and we haven't been able to get to it. Um, here we go. Everyone in the industry says that the last day of the year is the best day to get a good deal on a new car because the dealership might hit a year-end bonus. But with your dealership specifically, you never charge more than MSRP during the inventory shortages, and you're still not discounting from MSRP. Um, well, there are some modifications there. If someone comes in looking for a deal at the end of the year, would you guys discount a new car? Um and or would you give a much more, uh, much more of the trade value than you would like? I know the MSRP on a new Toyota is still a pretty good deal, but the trade-in values have gone way down and I'm not going to buy a new Toyota if my trade-in isn't high enough. I'm also not going to shop the trade-in anywhere else because I don't want to pay sales tax. I understand that your used car department doesn't want to pay, uh, want to break even on cars, but if you're getting full pop, as Earl would say, on the new car, would you pay more than you really want to for the trade? Here you go. I'll turn that over to you.
0: Well, that's that's the tradition, and that tradition is not good for the consumer. It's called negotiating and haggling, and uh, we've we've taken the position over uh, many years that we give our lowest price to everybody. If it was the uh, king king of England, the president of the United States, or the Pope came into our dealership, they'd all pay the same price that you would, mm-hmm. and uh, that's our lowest price. Uh, we and we. we We feel like we have to be true to a low price because if we're not going to budge the price and it's a high price, the buyers are going to go to our competition. So we put our lowest price in every car. Uh, I think part of the aggravation of buying a car is knowing that the car that you bought uh yesterday and you parked in your driveway uh you paid $2000 more or less than your next door neighbor who bought the same car uh you know the same day uh, to me that's a barbaric way to do business so we uh, we we chose not to do that and by the way we think this will be cured very shortly with the FTC rulings and with Amazon uh starting to sell cars directly uh to uh, the consumer they've started out with kia and uh, Genesis and Hyundai, Hyundai. and mm-hmm. uh, and then to the, you can bet that a lot of other manufacturers will jump on that bandwagon. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's the, but let's go to the last day of the year. You can still get a better deal if you shop around the last day of the year. And by the way, the last, <laughs> I hate to confuse people, but the last day of the year is not necessarily it's December not. 31st. It's not, uh, the, the year ends for the auto manufacturers and dealers uh, several days later. And uh, it might be January the 6th or January the 4th or whatever, but at the at the end of the year, there is a selling frenzy. And that's because commissions are involved and bonuses and incentive nominees. So the manufacturers incentivize the dealers. They pay them extra money if they sell a certain percentage of the amount of cars yeah. their are is for.
7: That's right, uh, in the case of Toyota, Gen, uh, 2024 doesn't begin until January 3rd. Yeah, um, yeah. We, we go through Tuesday.
0: So uh, it, it goes out of this. If you got the time <coughs> to devote to this, as many car dealers. Once you know the exact year, make, model, car, options, accessory that you want to buy, that you it, the, as many car dealers as you can go to at or near the end of the year, uh, or maybe a, a couple of days even past, uh, and, and get bids because. Uh, car, we we have done this back in the day before we be, became a one price dealership twenty twenty five years ago if you came into our dealership uh we had uh, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars involved in certain quotas that we had to hit i'm telling you know I'm, I'm, I'm serious Toyota would based on the number of cars that we would hit at the end of the year we we could be $200,000 richer or poorer right. if we hit that number. So you could theoretically come into our dealership 20 years ago and you want to buy a car, and if this is going to be the last car we're going to be able to sell to hit our quota, we give you the car. I mean, we ha- we haven't literally done that, but we have sold cars and lost money and lost money yeah. because we had to hit our quotas. So, with that crazy ment- mentality that most of car dealers and manufacturers still involved in, the end of the year, if you if you want to work hard, uh, and you want to buy a Ford. Go to 24 dealers for the exact same year, make model car, and I guarantee you, you will get one yeah, doozy eventually of Eventually, it's going to
7: get back to it. Yeah, the dealers I've spoken to, no, nobody wants to get back to that because it's, no. it's easier now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's less hectic. It is, yeah. um, and uh, But, you know, eventually, it's going to happen organically. It's just the way markets work, um, yeah. and so we'll see how, how Competition. it goes.
2: That, that inventory is real, real, <laughs> and they're looking forward, forward to getting rid of it. So uh, there's a lot of deals out there.
7: And addressing the um, the MSRP issue, because uh, they've referred to it, um, we've actually, you know, there are some models that are not uh, selling as rapidly. The demand's down, and prices are, are going down um, slowly. So on some, like, for example, a Toyota Tundras. If you like Tundras, you might be able to get a deal on, on a Tundra, and we're, we're lowering price, and we actually will be below MSRP um, on, on, on that. So it's... Uh, uh, it's happening. It's just it took longer than we thought it would <laughs>
0: yeah you know, a good thing about one price is uh, if if, uh, if, if, you, if you find a one price dealer good luck with that and he gives you a price today But you can't get the car for six months in six months if prices come down a thousand dollars You'll sell you the car at the price it came down to so it is uh, it, it works for you both ways That's right. All
7: right. I don't think we have any more messages and I'm hitting refresh
2: Okay. Uh, Rick?
7: Do we have dogs today?
0: No. no dog today. I've got, I've got an interesting like bulletin here
1: from Automotive News.
2: Okay. I'm going to make an announcement uh, before we go on. I haven't mentioned Big Dog Ranch. Uh, we do not, uh, Stu just asked, and uh, we don't have a dog today. But I want to let you know that you can go to www.bdrr.org and you can take a look at all the dogs that they have for adoption so uh take a look there and uh next saturday we'll more than likely have a dog of the week and uh, might i remind you that big dog ranch it is the largest cage-free no-kill dog rescue in the united states now back to the recovery that brings cardio. back
0: the it comes to mind the uh anonymous feedback we had about you don't uh, adopt dogs uh, you own a dog and you're entitled I, I had a lot of friends I used to hunt years ago I hate to admit it. not only was I a crooked car dealer but I also like to shoot animals so midlife so, crisis so, I, yeah, so I, I, I've changed uh, but I, I know a lot of uh, sports people that uh, you know own dogs and they keep them in cages and, and they don't let them in the house And uh, they use them to hunt with and I respect that. I don't like it. That's not me, but uh, big dog ranch loves dogs. So if you don't love dogs, don't even think about big dog ranch. But if you love dogs, they love dogs too. And they go above and beyond the call of duty to take care of thousands of dogs. They don't euthanize dogs and uh, they have hundreds of dogs uh, at the ranch and it is a it's like a luxury ranch is what it is it's like it, a dude ranch and I don't right. know why dogs want to leave. so
2: it's amazing uh,
0: so uh, bigdogranchrescue.com w its just uh, www.bdrr bigdogranchrescue.com go to their website and uh and give a dog a home
2: yeah and uh let me tell you the greatest time of the year is to go out now while we have this beautiful weather Visiting Big Dog Ranch uh, would definitely be a treat to take the kids out, take a look around.
7: Now's the time to go. Don't Um, wait till the summer. The weather's perfect. It's it's brutal. But yeah, now, yeah, what a great weekend. Yeah, uh, and the
2: dogs are like going crazy out there. Everyone knows what the cold weather does to the dogs. (laughs) It just is energizing, most definitely. So um, if you can't get out there, visit the website at www.bigdogranchrescue.org. Now, to what you were saying?
0: This is a news bulletin that took me by surprise. I don't think Stu you know the money news yet. Big surprise. But uh, it really got my attention. Um, you know, we've heard the name of the company BYD. as a Chinese company. And, electric it, cars? Um,
7: electric car company?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, BYD is set to dethrone Tesla as the top yeah. electric vehicle manufacturer, all-electric vehicle manufacturer, the fourth quarter of this year. I had no idea. How many Chinese people there be, were. Well, <laughs> and, and that's – they're, they're not going to be exporting them to the United States because of the tariff that the uh, United States is putting on exporting uh, electric vehicles. China
7: has the world's biggest PMA.
0: Is, and, there, is, and there's, a, there's a Elon Musk, I mean, who has been
2: – Let me ask you this question, BYD and SAIC, are they two separate uh, motor corporations? I don't know. Okay, I'll look that up.
0: Um, Elon Musk's counterpart is is a a Chinese guy (laughs) named Wang, C H U A N F U, Chuan Fu, Wang Wang Chuanfu. Fu. Fu. Yeah. And uh, uh, what he's done. Never mind. Go ahead. It's just absolutely astounding. Uh, So the fourth quarter, they're going to be selling more electric cars, all electric, not hybrids, all electric than uh, Tesla, and this is automotive news, so that's uh, uh, pretty reliable information. Uh, uh, Nancy and I have uh, uh, two of our idols. (coughs) One of our idols is is, uh, uh, Warren Buffett Buffett. and then Charlie Munger, uh, his partner who passed away last week, Uh, two uh, financial geniuses, we just just follow them all the time. and come to find out that Warren Buffett bought uh, this BYD stock. Uh, He invested 250 million uh, about 10 years ago. Nobody ever heard, it was was a battery manufacturer then. This is confirmation of,
7: yeah, this confirmation that the Oracle just knows his stuff. the Oracle of,
0: of, uh, what is it? uh, Omaha. Omaha. So now that same $250 million is worth, uh, I think, $7 billion. That's that's what I'm (laughs) saying, he's the Oracle. (laughs) Yeah, and ten years ago, when everybody was laughing at them, now they're building the batteries. Who cares? But uh, to me, it's exciting to think that uh, there, they're, uh, uh, this Chinese billionaire that's building this car uh, will When's be building the food? car for thousands of dollars less than the cheapest Tesla. So, Elon, if you're listening, <laughs> uh, you know I love this because if he's listening, I, he'll call in. I love competition. I mean. <laughs> Uh, what's going to happen is Elon is going to be building a car that's better than BYD and then be, the competition. The thing that worried me about Tesla was the fact that they're so successful and they're decimating the competition. Without competition, then you've got a problem. Now, there's no more problem. We've got BYD.
7: I, I can't believe, like, Buffett did that 10 years ago. I learned about BYD yesterday yeah, yeah. when
0: I saw this story. <laughs> yeah, he bought 10% of the company. Uh, uh, ten years ago, and so uh, uh, there we are. Uh, it's, oh, it's worth eighty five. It's worth eight billion. Is two hundred thirty million is worth just eight billion dollars. Just a
7: dollars. drop on the pile.
2: Did you know that BYD? What the definition of that is?
7: Yeah, big, uh, big yellow dog.
2: <laughs> no. so. BYD is build your dreams. Really, yes. oh, that's great. Build your dreams. in S A I C would be. Shanghai automotive industry. So they are indeed two different corporations. And
0: well, l- let me read this uh, quote from Charlie Munger, because uh, Nancy, I love this guy. I love that guy. And Charlie, he was 95, I think, when he passed away. Uh, best friend of, uh, of uh, Warren Buffett and uh, just a, a really cool guy. Uh, this is a quote from Munger. BYD was a miracle. Uh, uh, and, uh, and uh, Munger called Wang a genius, saying he kept the company from going broke by working 70-hour weeks and described him as a fanatical engineer. The guy at BYD is better at actually making things than Elon is, he said. I mean, that's the way Charlie Munger talked. So it's cool. I like I like guys like that to just speak their mind.
2: Charlie was to the point. whether you liked it or not
0: and it's good for you too Uh, you're going to be driving an electric vehicle uh, and I'm talking to our audience now whether you like it or not in 25 years because most of the states by then will require that you buy an electric vehicle so whether you like it or not here we got competition and, it, and you're not gonna have one guy that's gonna be holding you up for a lot of money, which Elon would do if he could get away with it. But now we got competition, so the good news is for electric car vehicle buyers, which is everybody, um, prices will be low.
2: You know, uh, here we are talking about the future, and I have to sit here and say that uh, our great-grandchildren you know, come to mind. You know, it's just gonna be an amazing time over here. for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, the Maisies and Lilies and Jacksons and Jadens uh, It's just an amazing future that they have at their fingertips. Rick?
5: Uh, this is a little little off subject on that, but uh, from Negan1, he says he's been looking at trying to buy a, a, a used Ram TRX, which is like the, the, the Tyrannosaur Rex big mess of truck. T-Rex. Uh, he says, but the interest rates are killing him. He says eight to nine percent for used with good credit, and new vehicles not that much better. He's wondering uh, for you and Stu, what do you think interest rates will do in the next year, in the coming year?
2: Coming down. Coming yep. down. Definitely. Definitely. They've
5: yes, uh, sure.
7: they've already paused, and that's <clears throat> then there. The next thing will be some reductions, and that'll trickle down to the uh, mm. you know yeah. consumer interest rates. There you
5: go, Negan. Hold on for another few months, and um, that Ram may be in your driveway next to all those Raptors you've got.
7: And, and the selling price will probably come. Well, I don't know. Is that like a super car super sort of thing that where it's like they order it and they get millions over MSRP? Uh
5: well, if he's if he's looking at it used, then no. You okay. know, yeah, yeah. And go
0: to go to your credit union. We're talking banks now. If you haven't checked your credit union, you should. Uh, it's it's one of these uh, dirty little secrets that. Nobody talks about, but the credit unions are have have a, uh, a loophole, and they bypass having to pay the federal government a ton of money. The federal banks, to be insured by the government, have to pay for that insurance, and credit unions bypass that, so their costs are lower. And you can you can finance a car through a credit union. The a bank that Nancy and I do business with uh, just became a credit union. I got a letter at the end of the year saying that. Uh, uh, this ba- bank that we work with is uh, no longer a bank it's a credit union which is good news for us mm-hmm. so it's, uh, Best
2: place to go yeah. Absolutely uh, I think that it is worth mentioning uh, this uh, printout that uh, Jonathan uh, provided all of us with for uh, next week's show january the 6th and uh, now it's an important message from earl on cars program Uh, for those of you watching our program online on saturday january the 6th the earl on car show will be broadcast using auto streaming only we will not be video streaming to either our youtube or facebook sites Keep this in mind. Things will change a little bit, not much. Uh, to listen to the live audio during our show, starting at 8 a.m. Eastern time, go to streamearloncars.com and click on the play button in the top center of the page. As always, if you have questions or comments during our live show, use our call number 877. 877- Nine six you'll be receiving your text messages during uh we will be receiving our text messages during the show on our text line at seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero. please send us your comments so we can read them online you can also send us a message using our anonymous feedback um, that's our anonymous feedback feedback site. Go to youranonymousfeedback.com and we will read your messages live on the show. I can't emphasize that enough. Take advantage of that site. You know, sometimes we're just a little bashful in calling in or texting. So um, there you have it. Our video recording from our January 6th show will be posted on our video sites during the following week. We will resume live video streaming on january the 13th uh, january 13th program we want to thank you here for being a loyal fan of earl on cars thank you earl would you like to uh, get to the mystery shopping report um folks uh you can vote at 772-497-6530 that's where you can vote on the mystery shopping report from Beeman. Toyota of Nashville.
0: I'll speak in the first person if I were Agent Lightning, our mystery chopper. Uh, I walked into mid in mid-afternoon, 2.37 p.m. actually, and was greeted by a customer representative at the front desk. She smiled, a big smile, and asked how can I help you today? I responded, I'm interested in seeing if you have any Grand Highlanders here. She then inquired have you spoken to anyone here at the dealership yet? To Anyone at this dealership yet? I have not, I replied. A few minutes later, a salesman came around the corner and asked, have you been helped yet? I replied that I hadn't, and he said, perfect. I'm Montoyo, M-O-N-T-O-Y-O. I'm Montoyo. Uh, Follow me. We went back over to his desk, and he asked, what exactly are you looking at today? I expressed my interest. I'd love to get my hands on a new hybrid Grand Highlander. I know how unlikely that is, and we both laughed. As you know from this, that uh, there is a scarcity of certain models, and that's a Toyota model that is relatively scarce. Uh, He then suggested, I do have some regular Highlanders. Uh, Would you be interested in one of these? Possibly, what do you have available, I inquired. Montoya told me I have three Highlander Platinums in stock, two black and one gray. Could I see one of the black ones, I asked. He cheerfully replied, sure thing. I'll be right back. I'm going to pull one up for you. I walked with him to the door and waited inside as it was freezing, literally, 32 degrees outside. This is Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, We uh, reached the door. Montoya apologized. I'll be right back. I need to get my skull cap. Hmm. (laughs) I I would think hat. Beanie. Yeah. (laughs) Beanie. I don't know. It's too cold to go out without it. Uh, maybe uh, Montoya was bald. I don't know. Uh, I waited inside. He quickly returned and ran to get the car. He knocked on the window where I was sitting to get, to let me know he was back in. I walked outside toward the new 2024 Highlander XLE. The MSRP was $54,387. I didn't see an addendum. That's good news. We always comment on lack of or... Is there an addendum? We proceeded to go for a test drive. He detailed all the features, very helpful in explaining everything. Once back at the dealership, he inquired, what do you think? I really like it, I said. Are they offering any specials or price breaks for the end of the year? You heard the anonymous feedback earlier about that. Uh, Yes, uh, some dealerships do. And uh, that's a good time to shop uh, if if you're going to choose a good time to be into the month or the end yeah. of the year.
7: And this, I mean, right now, the, I mean, Toyota hasn't done any, like, you know, really incentives ever now. Do They actually have cash incentives if you finance. But there's
0: still individual incentives. There's salespeople's incentives. Yeah. There's year-end incentives. Uh, yeah. there's, a, there's still, a, there's a psychological thing uh, for uh, even a formerly competitive business uh, to the end of the year. So if, if If I were gonna buy a car a week before Christmas, or a week after Christmas, I'd buy the car a week after Christmas yeah. because I think my negotiating would be a little bit more strong at that point. If you didn't
7: listen to the show. Yeah.
0: yeah. Of um, um, <laughs> I know, specials of the year, Montana Expense, We have special incentive dealer cash you're financing through Toyota, mm-hmm. which I believe is $1,000 off. Also our vehicles come with Nanocure, N-A-N-O-C-U-R-E. Protect them from acid yeah. rain, etc. I googled that. You can buy it on Amazon for uh, 20 bucks a bottle. So that's um, uh, after checking my license and noticing it was from Florida. He asked, "Do you live here in Tennessee?" I explained, "My son does, and I'm hoping to buy here and leave it here for when I visit." Uh, "Do you want to register here or in Florida?" I decided I'll go. To, I decided I'll go for Florida, and I want to see what the breakdown is if I finance. Montoya excused himself to consult with his manager shortly after return with a sales worksheet. As usual, the top line market value selling price uh, was MSRP, $54,387. There was a $750 discount and a $1,000 rebate for financing with uh, Toyota Financial Services. That's what we call the captive finance company. Mm -hmm. If you have to finance with a dealer, uh, you're better off to go through that dealer's captive finance oh, service, yeah. in general. Uh, uh, the adjusted price was $52,637. It's looking good, right? Well, keep listening. Then he added 1499 for a nanocure, which I told you $20. you could buy on Amazon for 20 bucks. Uh, of course, you have to, you you have to pay someone
7: $1,500 to put it on for you. <laughs>
0: right. uh, total purchase was now 54000 136. Below that was an ambiguous plus tax, tag, title, fees, and payoff. Of course, fees is the operative word there. Uh, fees implies government fees, but fees are just profit to the dealer. But you don't want to say profit to the dealer, you just say fees, and that's how they get you. Upon saying plus tax, tag, title, fees, and payoff, I questioned. What would those figures be? Explain. <laughs> <Free
1: tell>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> explain it would depend on your on your county, financing would be able to tell you this Now, that's that's uh, the jaws of the beast, the financing department Just go, and go in there and they'll uh, tell you uh, one of the reasons <laughs> yeah, one of the reasons I feel that our mystery. Shopping reports aren't as complete as they could be is because you really no matter how much you think you've been taken advantage of by the sales department. Uh, you ain't seen nothing yet till you get into the box. That's what we dealers call the finance department. That's where that's where the most profit, at least up until now, during these three. Uh, we had three it, I, I we had it years. once with
7: Agent Lightning, though. Yeah, I think she did uh, when she bought her own car. She turned it into a yeah.
0: mystery shop. Average profit in the finance department for the average dealership is about two thousand dollars per car for every car they sell, not per car finance, but if they. If they sell uh, 30% for cash and 70% finance, they're making an extra $2,000 on the average above uh, what their profit was when they marked the car up that they sold you. So, yeah, the uh, finance department will explain it to you when you get in there. He's going to explain a lot more than that. Uh,
7: oh, he says finance will be able to tell you, but here in Tennessee.
0: Uh yeah, it's about ten percent above the total purchase, give or take thirty or forty dollars. So he's lumping in all of
7: that. He's yeah. saying, yeah. the fees, tags, everything comes up to about ten percent over.
0: Yeah, and that's the, he wants to lull you to sleep. He wants psychologically, uh, car dealers want you to feel like you bought the car. Yeah, and this is just
7: yeah and taking that,
0: care of the paperwork. And, and this that's dealer, when they really get you. And this buyer.
7: dealer doesn't want you to look at the fees yeah. when you're sitting out in the showroom.
0: He encouraged me to start haggling, give me an offer. I'm here to work for you. I take it to my manager, see what he says. I said, I appreciate the offer, but declined smiling. Thank you. I'll discuss with my husband and get back to you. I then asked about additional fees. Do you have a dealer fee here? I mean, they don't ever call it a dealer fee, but he knew what I was talking about. He confirmed we do $797. It's our processing fee for selling the car. Oh, <laughs> They're selling the car, and they're making money when they sell you the car and financing the car, and then they're going to charge you a fee because they're selling you a car and making money. I don't understand that. Well, we uh, want to keep the money that we made. Yeah, paperwork. and all the paperwork. So there you are. The old, old school folks, Nashville, Tennessee. Lance, are you listening? Nashville, <laughs> Tennessee, old school. I asked to write to uh, write that down for me on the worksheet, which you did. Uh, now my real price came to 54933 $546 over MSRP, which is, you know, that's not really real bad. I mean, that's uh, not what yes, they advertised yeah. it for. That's not what they quoted you, but uh, uh, it, today that's about the market on these cars. I thanked him, assured him that I would be in touch. Now, I say, you know, I'm I'm, I'm patenting uh, a Beeman Toyota on the back like that's a, a fairly... The price is only what it is because... The shopper, Agent Lightning, was knowledgeable, and, he, sh- and he-, he-, he read her as being knowledgeable and was not going to really hammer her, so it, it could have been a lot worse. Voting time.
7: Voting time. Oh, boy. Um, I think these guys uh, committed some transgressions that we, don't, we haven't really seen in a lot of our shops recently uh, down in South Florida. Um, well, number one, no addendum on the car, and they have Nanocure. That was a surprise, uh, surprise hit. The explanations for the fees and the, the fact that just built into their sales worksheet that they, um, they don't show the actual fees. They just say plus tag the fees. And that's because the next stop is finance. So whatever those fees are, they find out in, in the box. Um, yeah, it was a, a below average performance for me. So I'm going to give them a D.
5: Okay, I've got uh, Negan one. D minus no deal, nanocure with a question mark, no fee disclosure. He doesn't like that. Ah, uh, Joseph Kelleher with a D, Tom Steckel D hiding dealer fees and fourteen ninety nine for junk. It's no no tech on this deal. Tim Gilliland, such a good start until the nanocure and fees. C, Brian Zedlatko. If she mentioned she knows Lance, she would have gotten a better deal. C. <laughs> Mark Smith, I give him a C. Cliff's picks, big bold F. Oof. I, I'm going to say C minus. I think if you go in there with some knowledge, you can work a reasonable price on it. But again, we still haven't seen what they might do in the box, and that can. That's where the danger is. That's where the real sharks are. I got some grades
7: that came in. Uh, Jonathan Pomco says uh, this dealership gets an ambiguous F for fees. I know you grade on the curve, but when I buy a car, the dealership has one shot on me. When they start playing games or overcharge me, I walk away. My grade stays. That's an F from Jonathan. Bob uh, gives a a D for beam in Toyota. And who is this from? We don't have a name on it, but he says, I would give him a D, final price is decent, but the path to get there was pretty devious. Uh, He agrees with my D.
0: Nancy?
2: Well, uh, short and sweet. Um, Honesty is in, and taking advantage of the consumer is out. (laughs) And for me, I give them an F.
0: Well. Yeah, here we are at the end of the year, and here we are with July 31st, uh, theoretically making everything that happened here stop. We also have Amazon selling cars, which would make everything that happened here stop. So uh, it's uh, it, 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 this is going to be a, t- a tipping point. Uh, I, I'm going to go with a C-minus. Uh, sadly, uh, it's just below average to me. Uh, I hope... Maybe after the FTC report and after Amazon starts to put the hammer to car dealers, to be uh, honest, uh, and toward the second half of 2024, maybe uh, I would give this dealership an F. Uh, I'd give them an F, and they'd be going to jail, or they'd be fined, or they'd be canceled by the manufacturer. So uh, it's going to be an exciting year. I mean, think about these reports. Uh, when you think about the Federal Trade Commission rules going into effect. The rules are there. They're going to be applied on July 30th or 31st. 31st. And uh, uh, everything that happened here would be illegal, and it would be enforced. Uh, it it and is illegal f- right now. but Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of it's really illegal right now. I mean, People Florida just don't know about it, don't care about it. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give them a C-. And, uh oh, boy. Uh, Watch, for, watch, it's Demon. going to be, will the Mr. Shopping reports get better and better and better As up we get until closer. July 31st?
7: I don't know. I'm going to try and get some intel from any, like, what are the dealers talking about? I want to find out what, uh,
0: Yeah. you know. It's going to be interesting.
7: Very interesting. Okay. Well, it's
0: New Year's Eve almost. <laughs> yeah. If, uh, if we still have some time, there was one other uh, subject that uh, I thought was interesting. And the New York Times uh, this morning, they they do the forecast, the end of the year. Uh, Here's something that's very controversial. Um, Ride, this is the uh, tech that will change your life in 2024, Uh, autonomous driving is not dead in the water uh, like a lot of people think as a result of the fiasco in San Francisco when they threw threw out the General Motors uh, rental car robo robo taxis because they were you know uh, dangerous and they were dangerous and people are
7: having sex in them
0: yeah uh but uh, there are successful uh autonomous car projects in six or seven cities now and they're getting better and better and the forecast is that uh and i'll make this my forecast i say that by the end of 2024 you will be able to drive buy and be driven by legally an autonomous car, not in all states, but in some states. I think by the end of 2024, uh, I'm sure Tesla will be one of those. It will be legal. I'm really sticking my neck out here. It will be legal to buy and be driven autonomously by uh, Tesla and possibly some other make cars.
5: I bet I can name two of the states. There will be the forerunners. Nevada and Florida.
0: Well, i in Florida. Yeah.
5: Those two states seem to have been right on the leading edge of and, and doing it quietly, but yeah. the moment any of the self driving features have become available, it seems like Nevada and Florida are the first ones to quietly say, Yep, do it. Everything's legal in Florida.
2: <laughs> really? Oh, <laughs> oh, boy. Think how important
0: this can be to older people. I mean, yeah. uh, people that voluntarily give up their driver's license, or they should, and the ones that don't, but should. And how nice it would be to have someone that was uh, physically impaired or age uh, at an age, or whatever it may be, where they know it's not right for them to be on the road. How nice to be able to walk out your front door, have your car pick you up, and take you to Walgreens, mm-hmm. take you to Publix, and take you home, and I'll do it autonomously, safely. And uh, and I, I hope our forecast is right, because uh, I'll probably be one of those people in a couple of years, and I would like to be able to we, go to Publix. We, we, all, we yeah. all
7: are going to be that. So, yeah,
2: great stuff. I like your new billboard. Hmm? Are you with the Chamber of Commerce? Everything <laughs> is legal in Florida. <laughs> you know what you have just done for the population here? Enjoy. <laughs> They're swarming to the airports. <laughs>
7: have fun. Have fun on New Year's Eve. You can't get in trouble
2: here. Uh, you know, folks, um, throughout the show, I've thanked a, a lot of you and, uh, you know, your remarkable job tuning in to Erwan uh, Cars every week uh but there's uh, one more person that I'd like to thank and that's uh, Vic and if you don't know him Vic alice he owns the oldest channel here 95.396.9 and um, he has done a spectacular job and uh, most of all he has believed in us and uh we are really happy to uh have uh you know met him and been part of his family Thank you, Vic, and Happy New Year to you and your family. Stay tuned next week. We'll be right here, and uh, it'll be uh, the uh, show, new show of 2024. Happy New Year, everyone, and God bless.